Welcome back to the Jen and Thomas podcast. I'm your host, Thomas. With us today, we have a special guest. You remit... Fuck. All right, hold on. I got to start over. That's okay. fine. Welcome back to the Jen and Thomas podcast. I'm your host, Thomas. With us today, we have a very special guest. You may remember him from such roles as the boat jacking of Starship 79 and the erotic adventures of Hercules. Brandon Churchill, how are you doing? It's good to be here. I'm excited to have you. So, uh, you know... From what I understand, you chose our drink of choice today. What are we drinking? Shoe polish. Yeah, so shoe polish. This was a bit of an odd duck of a drink for me. I didn't really know it was a thing. So today we are drinking shoe polish, and in that is turpentine, gum arabic, ethylene glycol, and mine has a colorant. Yours is a bit more of a caramel color. Mine's just black. Oh, mine. mine's a scotch and soda. I don't know what you're drinking over there. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. And we are back with the correct drink. So, Brandon, you might have to elaborate on this because, from what I understand, this is not the official name of our drink. It's something you came up with on your own. Uh, I don't know if I came up with that necessarily, but we were on vacation in Mexico. I ordered a scotch and soda because it's a new thing that I've kind of gotten into. Scotch and soda as a whole or, like, scotches? Uh, Whiskey and soda, actually. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I initially started with, like, like a whiskey, like a cheap whiskey and a club soda. Mm-hmm. Realized that really brings out the flavor of the whiskey without the bite of the whiskey. Well, and whiskey water is already pretty popular, but I think the... This, I, you know me, I love anything it bubbly. Notch. It brings it up a notch. Yeah. Um, and then I figured... I've kind of heard of, like, a scotch and soda before, like a 7 and 7 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we were at a wedding, and I was like can I get a scotch and soda? And I had that. I was like, oh, this makes sense. This is how people are supposed to drink scotch. You drink scotch straight on the rocks. You're just a man. I don't know. Not a man, (laughs) like a dumb man. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Just like like somebody who smokes so many cigars and cigarettes that they don't have any flavor in their mouth. They need something to kind of remind them their taste buds kind of work. Okay. Um, So definitely scotch and soda is the way to drink scotch. Um, it definitely brings out the flavor of the scotch without it being so overpowering and burny that you can't taste it. So yeah, this is like the perfect way to drink a scotch. I love whiskey. Love it. Mm-hmm. But scotch, I am not a big, like, straight up, like, neat or on the rocks kind of guy. I need to have my scotch with water. And with soda water, this is the first time I've had it. Right. That does it for me, honestly. I've never been... A big scotch guy and then like i said i had the the scotch and soda and i'm like oh this is this is how i'm gonna drink this well and this might tie into how we got the name here but to me most scotch tastes like burnt tires to me and that's what somebody said when i said you gotta try this they go this tastes like shoe polish and i said you're a hundred percent correct and i will be ordering it like that the rest of the night and that was in mexico someone said tastes like shoe polish correct okay well, and so specifically, we actually took a little bit of a gamble when selecting our scotch today. We were originally thinking a Johnny Walker or a Jameson, maybe. Like a Johnny Red. Yeah. And so we ended up going with Dewar's, which people know well as a scotch. Mm-hmm. But it's a, a Caribbean smooth rum cask finish. Yeah, so it was finished in rum barrels and aged for eight years. Yeah, so aged eight years, says here on the label, double aged and finished in Caribbean or Caribbean? How do you say it? Pirates of the Caribbean. Sorry, now you got me in my head. Well, no, I just, I say Caribbean. I don't know what you say. Caribbean. You say Caribbean? 
Yes, depends. So. The the Pirates of the Caribbean, but it is the Caribbean. Well, I just say Caribbean. <laughs> I, I, apparently, I say it both ways. Uh, depending, on, it's it's like route and route. I I say like I'm en route, but I say route sixty six. I don't say route six. Wait, do I say route sixty seven? Route sixty six. But, but I'm en route. route. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't judge. Yeah, I, I say it both ways. Well, see, now I'm fucked up too. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, finished in it. Caribbean rum cast for extra smoothness with notes of brown sugar, tropical fruits, caramel, and biscuity cereal. I taste the like brown sugar. Like that clinking? I love that clinking, but I don't taste biscuity cereal by any means or tropical fruits. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen listening at home, we had a sip before we started recording of Just in the Glass, and it is very smooth. Tastes like scotch, but it doesn't like bite. I'm going to disagree. You don't think it's smooth or for a scotch it's less less of a burn and more smooth, but it still burns pretty good. Well, yeah, it's it's in like relative to a fellow scotch. It's not as, the smoothest drink I've ever had. As far as scotches go, it's pretty smooth. Yeah. But no, I like it. I'm very easy, pleased. Easy to drink. I would yeah, we say. got a great color of blue on the label. It's just a nice bottle, I think. I think mine's getting a little diluted. I might have to add a little more to it. Right, go for it, man. We... I, I, I didn't mean right now. But oh, all right. We'll, we'll look into it later. Yeah. We'll revisit the uh, the flavor profile of my drink. So you were in Mexico, came up with the name Shoe Polish. Correct. Or someone else did, and you just stole it. Uh, what was, what were you, where, where, like, where were you in Mexico? What were you up to? What was Puerto Morales. Puerto Morales for some vacation. Uh, if you don't know where Puerto Morales is, it's, like, between Cancun and... Playa del Carmen, I think, is the other place. Um, Shadow Resort. Vacation. Killing it. You were there for a lot longer than I expected you to be. Five days? Yeah, I thought you were only going for like a weekend. Well, we left on Friday and got back on Wednesday. That's pretty good. It's a good time. My last vacation was here. And look how that turned out. Yeah, and look how that turned out. Don't go vacationing anywhere else. You might never come back. Yeah. I can't visit my hometown because then I'll never come back. Exactly. But anyway, so what what kind of things did you get up to in Mexico? I saw you, like you were at a resort, but did you go down to the ocean? So that resort specifically didn't really have much of a beach. So were you near the beach, or were you like very much inland? Their beach was five feet of sand. Like so, it was just like what, like city sand water. Uh, it's or like, like hotel sand it's water like kind of the, thing. The bit of beach that there was, they built the resort on. Oh, okay. So what they had instead were infinity pools, which I am here for because I don't really know. I don't really care for the sand as much. Uh, it was really cool, especially by the ocean, because it looked like the the pool just goes right out into the ocean, just like continues on. That which is, is pretty, pretty cool. sick. Um, we did watch a sunrise over the ocean. Uh, we were in the Gulf. I don't know if mm-hmm. I need to explain that. We were in the Gulf of Mexico, so that's we watched the sunrise over the ocean, and the sun sets over the mangroves. Sounds very beautiful. Which the new part of that resort had a rooftop infinity pool. So we watched the first day. We watched the sunset over the mangroves. It was kind of cool. I have never been to Mexico. I'm very surprised, considering you lived in Arizona. You're like a hop, skip, and a jump from it. Yeah, well, um, I feel like I might have already said this, but I don't know. I just kind of say this to anyone anytime they say, why haven't I been to Mexico? But where I lived, everyone would go to Rocky Point, Mexico, which is pretty Americanized. 
I'm like, well, I don't really want to go to Mexico just to be a bu- around a bunch of other partying Americans. I can just go downtown. Like, if I'm going to Mexico, I want to go, like, into Mexico and do something cool there. But, that sounds dangerous. Well, yeah, but, I mean, you, you, there are safer pockets. Not that the the country as a whole is bad, but it is that is not the safest place to vacation all the time right. on your own. Right. Yeah, there's a place in Meshuacan I really want to go to, but I it's, like, it's either, like, an island in a lake or it's, like, a town on the other side of this I've lake. I've heard of this. But it's a really, really cool little spot. I've heard of this. Yeah, on a podcast. And I'll get the name of it, and maybe we can go sometime. But I also want to go to Jalisco. Jalisco? I don't entirely remember how to say it, but... Yeah, that sounds right. Did you drink a lot of tequila while you were out in uh, El Mexico? No. Uh, we actually went with uh, some Cuba Libres. Cuba Libres. All right. And what is a Cuba Libre? That would be a rum and coke with a lime. Well, and so we we talked about this earlier. That is how I have always been drinking my rum and cokes. I didn't know people did rum and coke without lime. So you've exclusively been drinking Cuba Libres then? Yeah, because I I thought that's what it was. Because, I mean, I like a coke with lime. Well, I don't know what I did, but I sound a lot better now. I think you changed the angle of your... Oh, okay. I don't know. All you right, sound, you don't. You do sound better. Yeah. So, um, oh, this is very nice. I got to change the way I do all of this all the time. There you go. But yeah, so I've only been doing Cuba Libres apparently my whole life. It changes the whole flavor profile of the rum and coke. It's insane. Well, and I've talked to you about this. I guess I've talked to everyone about this, but um, so I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, well Scottsdale, before I moved out here to the the great Midwest. And my house in Scottsdale, I have like 20 fruit trees planted at my house, and 11 of them are different kinds of citrus. And pretty much all of them are based on like how I could all of the citrus. I got those based on like how can I use that in a drink? Right. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't know if you – you know Tanqueray Gin? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, so they have Tanqueray Gin, but then they also have Tanqueray Rangper. I'm sorry, how did you say it? Tanqueray? You don't call it Tanqueray? 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 That's like a Q, so it's like tank. Tanqueray? I believe the rappers call it Tanqueray. The rappers? Does anything about me say that I hang out with rappers? Not in the slightest. Well, there you go. Um, But anyway, they have... How do you say it? Tanqueray. They have Tanqueray... Rangpur, which is their Tangare gin, but with citrus. Well, it's it's a specific citrus, Rangpur limes, uh-huh. and Rangpur limes are green on the outside, orange on the inside, and that was like one of the first trees I got, right? And so I got that. I got Yuzu. I have. I don't even remember the name. I think because they've like changed the name. I think it's like America Rime or Lime. I think, and I I don't know, but. In Thailand, they use the limes, like how we use bay leaves in, like, cooking and stuff. And so that now that's what I do. But their limes can be used for drinks. Um, how many different kinds of limes are there? More than you could possibly imagine. That's nuts. Yeah. I just know the one. What, lime? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, there's, like, Mexican limes, key limes, bear limes, and that's, like, the ones that we deal heard, with every I've day. i of key lime. Yeah. Pie. Yeah. And those are made with key limes. And then, like... Like, Yuzu is kind of its own thing. but I, I it was a car. 
Oh, that's a Zuzu. Sorry. Yeah, so Yuzu is its own thing. To me, it's like a piney floral lemon, you know? But some people say it's a kind of lime, but I don't think so. I think it's just its own thing. Okay. And then there's Australian finger lime, which it like grows to be about the size of your thumb. And then when you cut it open, instead of like slices, like, you know, if you like yeah. oranges and stuff have slices, it, it almost looks like caviar. It's just like those little balls. Oh. Yeah. So you like cut it in half and you just squeeze them out. And what I have learned is a couple people I know, this isn't really like a big thing because not a ton of people have these trees, which it just aren't even trees, they're shrubs. So it's not everyone even has this shrub, but they like squeeze out like all the little lime balls like into their beer, put their thumb on it and like twist it upside down and all that. And that's how they get the, the lime in their beer. But it's like a boba beer because it's like little lime balls. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think I've said this before. I'll say it again. If you have to add something to a beer to make it taste good, it's not a good beer. Well, yeah. Which I mean, is why I was happy to come back to America and have a Bud Light. Because the beers they had at the resort were garbage. Brandon, this might be your last appearance on the show. Uh, after that, I needed a real beer. So I cracked open a Bud Light. Oh, you mean the crisp, refreshing America's number one light beer? Yeah, I did that. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still. I'm still learning. I'm still learning the ways of the Anheuser Busch cult following there is out here. Uh, I wouldn't call it a cult following because I didn't know it was big until I liked it. Yeah, like, I mean it's pretty I, good. I, I drink it. I with... tried several different light beers. So like my first, oh, my first light beer, Bush Light. I think my first light beer might have been like a Coors Light. And I will tell you, I was like. I don't know if I like beer. I think beer's kind of gross. Moving on. Tried different things. Not great. Uh, Playing drinking. Yeah, I love the clinking of the glasses. Um, Those are crystal glasses, by the way. Shout out to my grandparents. Um, Links in the description for Brandon's grandparents' crystal. It's our (laughs) Amazon affiliate link. Um, So... Playing drinking games with, like, really cheap light beer kind of mm-hmm. got me into beer because I was like, oh, this is what you need to do. You can't play drinking games with a hard alcohol. No. It's a bad idea. And, I, and then I got kind of like a like a craving, like a taste for it. And then I was like, well, my dad's always drank Bud Light. I'll try that see what that's about. I was like, oh, this is what beer is. It's popular for a reason. I will say that. It's really good. I've I've... Go watch my YouTube channel. I reviewed him. Yeah, Brandon Churchill on YouTube. And we, not we, you sent this to me. Yes. But you have kind of the easiest YouTube link link now. Just YouTube.com slash. YouTube.com slash at Brandon Churchill. At uh, the A with a circle sign. Correct. Yeah. At Brandon Churchill. Uh, they are calling those YouTube banners now. Or, there you go. Or, uh, not not banners. I don't know if they're banners. What are they? It's like a... What, what does Twitter call it? Oh, a handle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube handles. Well, and so... I, I was lucky enough to scoop mine up, I guess. Yeah, well, and the thing is, if you search Brandon Churchill, you're not normally my first result. It's like... Should be now. Well, yeah, well, normally it's because something else Churchill 
related pops up. Mm, it'll be mm-hmm. like Churchill cigar or something Winston Churchill, and like maybe two things later, it'll be like I'd have a seltzer. Right. Um, I forgot where I was going with it. Oh yeah, so Bud Light. Anyway, um, I when I first had light beer, I think it was because I didn't really drink until I was twenty one, and when I would go out drinking, when it was kind of like not wrap up the night, but like start winding down for the night. Coors Light were like two bucks. And so that's what I would drink when I. Do you know why? Because it's it's, always Coors. That's two bucks. Because it's not good. Because it's not good. And they can't sell them. Well, yeah. So anyway, I would have a couple of mixed drinks, switch to my Coors Light just to, I guess, keep the buzz going and all of that. But uh, yeah. And then when I moved here, started hanging out with you. That's really only when I started drinking Bud Light. And it's good. It is good. You know what some people say is it's, uh, oh, what do they say? That it's like too carbonated or it gives me headaches. Drink more regular water if you get headaches, I would say. It sounds like they just need to stop being such bitches. I agree. And th- you know I love carbonated beverages. You were in my truck earlier today and you stepped on about 14 LaCroix cans. It's true. They're all over the place. I I clean out my car. I'm not kidding, dude. I will clean out my car, and then I'm just like, oh, I miss this LaCroix. I miss this LaCroix. I'm like, I got to stop drinking LaCroix while driving and just throwing my cans down because it's like that stereotypical, like, like I don't I don't know if this was a commercial I saw or if it was a movie when I was a kid, but it was like this guy like drinking beers, crushing the cans, just throwing it off to the side. That's me with LaCroix, dude. I would liken it to the scene in Harry Potter when they're in the vault in like the seventh movie or eighth movie. Oh yeah, when and that the thing cup starts, just keeps duplicating. Yeah, the shit keeps duplicating. Yeah. That's your fucking car with Lacroix cans. I step in there and they like duplicate eight it's times. It's out of control, dude. I drink. I probably drink at least six or seven. I was a day. sitting in a ball pit of Lacroix cans. Yeah, you had to swim to get out. I was afraid to open the door and litter. Yeah, half that's of your well. Car. That's why I rolled down the window and I had you just dive in. Yeah, well, Dukes of Hazard style. Mm-hmm. But speaking of, um, are you, f- I don't really know the word for it, but there's like these almost light beers. Like there's this one called like, like, like Stella Artois doesn't really have a light beer, but every once in a while they do this like Stella Solstice and it's lighter. And I feel like there's like a Bud Golden. Stella or- is an Anheuser product and Stella is trash. Well, no, I know I'm not. That's not what I'm talking. I'm just saying, like Stella occasionally has this like Stella Solstice, and or, it's like it's like a lighter version. But I feel like recently I've seen like some kind of it's like something golden. Oh well, there's there's um is it Bud Golden? No, no, no. There's like a Michelob, I think Michelob Golden or a Miller. One of those two does a golden wheat. Um, but it's it's a little lighter, but it's not quite a light. Well, beer. you know what the best. I, I hesitate to say the best light beer, actually, but a really good light beer mm-hmm. is the Blue Moon Light Sky. That is so good. I actually had that so for that first time. Good. You know, that was my welcome to Missouri moment, I think, mm. is because you were helping me pick up a mattress and the person, like, wasn't back yet or something. Yeah. And I was, just, like, just texting a friend of ours, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, me and Brandon are... You know, we're dr- like we're just sitting in this parking lot drinking, waiting for this person to show up with the mattress, and like, welcome to things Missouri. You, things you do in Missouri. Yeah. yeah, they're like just drinking on a playground in South County. 
waiting for a person to show up so you can get their mattress out. Yeah, and it was just, I was like, damn, I really am here, aren't I? Well, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but in Missouri, there is um, no open container law. So, Which is a far cry from where I lived, where Arizona is one of the worst states to get a DUI. They'll give you a DUI for anything. So... If- for one, you can walk around with an open container of alcohol around town, and also you can drink as a passenger in a vehicle, which is fucking wild. Yeah. I had a friend come down here, and I was like, yeah, let's just go walk. And he started chugging his beer, and I was like, no, dude, you don't got to do that. Like, if you want to chug it and then grab a new one for the walk, like, sure, yeah. but like, you can fill your fucking pockets full of buds, and we'll go walk to the bar with our alcohol like we can do that (laughs) yeah it's insane (laughs) what i wish you could kind of do which i understand why you can't because glass is like something that can be expensive but it would be really cool if you could just like order your drink at one bar be like all right guys i'll see you walk out and then maybe go to the next bar but carry your little mixed drink but that is something i kind of wish you could do in the bar areas around here i guess get a plastic cup Come to 12 Bars of Charity in December. That's well, I will, we will be, be here doing. in December. That's what we will be doing. It's basically a giant bar crawl that everybody just fills the streets. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's all for charity. Well, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I don't... I'm not going to tell you to go out and drink... But if you're going to drink, do it for charity. Do it for charity. Do it for charity. Yeah, 12 bars for charity. Yeah. Um, So we do that one in December. And then it was my first time this year, but in February is Mardi Gras. And in St. Louis, it's the second largest Mardi Gras in the country. Second to Nashville? New Orleans. New Orleans. Jesus. There was something really, really embarrassing that happened. Um, what? Oh, shout out to Oliver the cat. Shout out to Oliver. Uh, he uh, he occasionally makes his little guest appearance on your YouTube channel. He little pokes his little head up from time to time, I've noticed. Yeah, I don't control what he does. I just try to control him from being, getting on the counters and stuff. That's about it. You know, Brandon, you can't tame a wild animal. He's like half tiger, so I don't pretend to try. Yeah, those are... Those are toasted. Do you need another soda? No, I'm good with what I got for now. Oh, okay. Why is that? Because well, I topped mine off with soda and refilled mine a little bit, so this is kind of my second. But I didn't know. I didn't know you went through your whole soda. Well, I did like a three quarter for each of our first ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm good with this for now. Yeah, this will get me there. What were we just talking about? We were talking about bars for oh, charity shoot. and then Mardi Gras. Like the Mardi Gras we did this year was pretty fun, and it's basically like a giant block party in all of Soulard. It's pretty solid, pretty solid. So I was in Dogtown. Next, you know where that is? Yeah. So they have a huge Irish community, and they were talking to me about their St. Patrick's Day activities that they do and i'm like oh yeah st patrick's day that's you know this that and the other and i was talking to him about it right. he's like yeah we have the biggest st patrick's day thing in the city and i was like isn't that soulard and i was like having this whole conversation i was thinking of mardi gras but i got it confused and he was talking about st patrick's day yeah and i'm like 
I'm pretty sure I see everyone in Sular going like fucking going ham balls to the wall. Yeah, and he's no, like, dog. ah, no, this is the Irish town. Like, yeah. I th- as someone that's lived here for two weeks, I think I know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, no, Dogtown is the place for uh, St. Patrick's Day, which I've never been out on St. Patrick's Day, especially it being like on a weekday. Like, I just yeah, don't. and uh, but they have a lot of Irish flags out there. It's a little Irish name. I'll just buy myself a bottle of Jameson and put on some shows or movies like look of the irish from disney channel on my tv and dude just... you know what is so funny is i was hanging out with a woman okay you know me i'm I'm all about the ladies and we were talking about women's lives matter women's lives matter you heard it here first women's lives matter but we were we were at our house getting a little crazy talking about disney channel original movies that is getting crazy well no we were just sitting there because we were watching like american horror story and i was like damn this is scary i was like did you ever watch that movie don't look under the bed or something and she was like what was this and i i could barely remember it but it's about this it's like imaginary friend turns into the boogeyman i've heard of it yeah i kind of remember seeing parts of it but i don't I never watched it. Well, yeah. And so anyway, and then we were talking about Halloween Town because it was the spookiest time of year. Oh, Halloween Town's the bomb. And um, so anyway, we were just talking about all those movies, and we eventually got around to like, oh, what about that mermaid movie? And like, I was like, what was that movie where the guy was just getting shorter the whole time? Oh. And I then thought she, you were going to ask me the name of the mermaid movie. Oh, well, we'll get back to the mermaid movie because I, right. I have a lot to say about that one. But I was like, what was the movie where the guy was playing basketball? He just got, like, shorter every day. She's like, uh, Luck of the Irish, you stupid bitch. How do you not remember? Is that like, Frankie Muniz? No. Muniz? Frankie Muniz? He lives in Arizona. He goes to my barbershop. Well, it's not my barbershop anymore, but I used to. Oh, yeah, we talked about this, the famous barbershop. Yeah, Scottsdale, shout out to Scottsdale <laughs> Barbershop. <laughs> do a fucking ad for the barbershop i would love to i miss them so much and no i'm not going to name my current barbershop because they're not worth a shout out no i get it but they they just don't do like they just don't push it where where it needs to go they're not doing anything to set themselves apart i go to them because they're like the only place that'll give me a 20 dollar haircut yeah that's kind of where i'm at. i will not pay more than 30 dollars like with the tip included like i'm not going to pay $30 $30 and then tip. Exactly. For my haircut? No. We both have very simple haircuts. Yours is a little more uh, extravagant than mine. Yeah, I do a fade. I use that lightly. I, yeah, I just shave the sides and have scissors on the top. It's not a hard haircut, yeah, but some people think it, you need to charge like an, an exorbitant amount for like the 15 minutes it takes to cut my hair. Also, if you call yourself a barber shop and your appointments only, you can get the fuck out of my face. When I want a haircut, I want to go and sit down and wait an hour and a half. Okay. Not really. No, I, when I go in, there's no one else there. <laughs> yeah, I would go in at like, you know. I go in when it's not busy. Yeah, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Now I would take off work and, or I would, you know, save my lunch time for that or something. So anyway... Yeah, no, but I love a good barbershop, man. We've talked about this. It's hard to get a good haircut in this part of the country, I guess. Yeah, it's just hard to pick a new person to cut your hair. I don't it's uh, so complicated. The the ladies know what we're talking about. How do you pick a new person to cut your hair? It's well, it's like it 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 if a bad haircut will change the way you look like permanent like for you know, however long. Like it's crazy, you know. You have you have to have 
<sighs> a hair is such a big part of a look. Well, and like real like dudes that go to a barber shop consistently, you know, like you can't cheat on your barber. You know what I mean? So like once you lock someone down, you're there for years. Like my lap, like Mike cut my hair every two weeks for eight nine years. Every two weeks is a lot. Yeah. So. And now it's just like you can't just go to someone else. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be testing the waters with a bunch of people, and then you can't like assign yourself to a bad bar. Oh, it's a mess, dude. It's 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 a hard way to live. Yeah, that's uh, it's like a first world problem, I think. But it is a first world problem. But I get it. I get it. Um, I'm on to the scotch on rocks right now and scotch it's on rocks not too bad I'm just no saying. it is it it's, is good it really this is like a it's like a scotch rum to be honest with you it's somewhere in the middle i don't know if i'd consider this like i guess it's more scotch dominant but it's definitely got rum undertones for sure yeah well and like, like i said it kind of has like you know just like everything on the label it's like you might taste hints of this that and the other it says like you'll taste like brown sugar and a couple other things, but I taste the brown sugar. Like it has that sweetness. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's definitely got the rum sweet. Rum sweet. But the sweetness of yeah. the rum. But it's so much smoother than your average rum. I mean, not rum. It's so much smoother than your average scotch. I genuinely, genuinely recommend this. It's definitely solid for sure. I'm just turning some lights on. Oh yeah. No problem. I'll just do that instead. Yep. So I can see what I'm doing. See if I can. Oh, it's nice to finally look at you. We've been living in a world of darkness for a thousand years. Well, the sun is going down, so that's just how it is. Which, as my first time ever experiencing daylight savings changing. we They had, don't have that in Arizona? No. We were the, like, because when the country got together and they're like, hey, how about we all do this? Uh, Arizona's like, fuck you, we're not doing that. Well, no, the the running joke in Arizona is like, no thanks, we have enough daylight. Oh, because it's that's funny. Hot as balls out there. That's fair. But um, I just I I know people are going to come at me. Oh, it has to do with like market the market because people are going to go out when it's whatever. Oh, it has to do with farmers. If you're a farmer, you already have to deal with your environment. You have to deal with your soil. You have to deal with your water supply. You have to They're deal with pests and animals. At the goddamn clock. They're getting up when they need to get up. Exactly. exactly. And uh, but. Like, I've had people try to defend daylight savings to me. It's the stupidest shit. Yeah, there was a um, classic white guy being like, I heard a, a quote, but don't know where it's from, but it was like some Native American leader, I guess. Ben but, Franklin? Yeah. Yeah. No, The renowned. guy who invented daylight savings? Well, no, because this person was clowning on it. <laughs> okay. And it was it was someone from a Native American tribe, but he, and he was, and he said something like, daylight savings is like, Cutting the top off of a blanket and sewing it to the bottom, and then telling you the blanket is longer. It's like you just moved it. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. But it's my first time, and it was, I guess, nice getting that extra hour of sleep. But I had nothing to do today besides come over and hang out with you and watch football. I just got up earlier. I just got up earlier than I normally would. Oh, but you know what is funny is. So, do you know what an atomic clock is? You mean that one up there? What? Oh, wow. It does say atomic clock. Atomic well, no, there's clock. like the atomic clock. And it's like how time is like. Oh, is it actually... kept in like a secret lab somewhere? Well, no, but it's like 
like an actual second is measured by like the amount that like an atom vibrates or decays within Jesus. a certain amount of time. Okay. I don't know if every time zone has one or if there's only one in America. I don't know. Oh, this but, must be linked to the atomic yeah, clock. Yeah, but there's there's one in Denver, and that's Mountain Time, and that's where I lived. So anyway, so that's where the you lived in Mountain Time. Yeah, Arizona's Holy in Mountain. What do you think it was? Pacific. I've never met anybody who lived in Mountain Time. That's wild. You know some lesbians in Denver. I do now. They didn't live there to start with. Well, yeah. So I was born and raised in Mountain Time, baby. Yeah, I feel like I've well, never met anybody who's been in Mountain Time. It's crazy. I've never me. met anyone that lived in Central Time. Hello. <laughs> Hot. Nice to meet you, buddy. But um, so anyway, the the atomic clock is in Denver. We have Chicago. Yeah. There's a lot of people in Central Time. And so, like, your phone just connects to, like, the atomic clock. Like, that's why your phone knows what time it is. Makes sense. And so unless you, like, go in and change your time zone to Mountain Time Phoenix, it just says Mountain Time Denver. Mm-hmm. And so what would always happen is when, like, when it would spring forward – like everyone's phone alarms would go off early and we would uh, all come into work an hour early on accident because we because our phones are connected to the Denver atomic clock. But yeah, when you select your time zone, it, it assigns you like to the atomic clock or something like that. That's why I think, uh, I think Missouri and Illinois both are switching over to no daylight savings. I, th- I think most of the country is, if not all. Well, that'll be good then, so that like the majority of people won't be changing, and I think it's it's old it's an old thing anyway. Well, and when you, so it's like spring forward, fall back, right? Correct. So I guess spring forward leads to a lot of issues, like more. There's like like a significantly higher like heart attacks, car accidents, like mistakes made at work because like people are like, oh my god, I'm an hour late for oh, whatever. Jesus, I didn't know that. And in the movie Train Spotting Two, never heard of her. The sequel to the movie Train Spotting, never heard of her. Well, anyway, in Train Spotting Two, there's a character named like Spud, and a big part of his like character arc is like, oh, I keep getting in trouble because of this. But like, what was like the final straw was him being late to something because of daylight savings. Which also is it all around the world. What? Daylight, Daylight savings? savings? No, it's an American thing. No, I'm pretty sure, because it's in England, I think, or the Europe area. Well, we did beat them. They probably adopted whatever we did. Yeah, well, because they're all Irish. Where's Edinburgh? Edinburgh. Edinburgh? Edinburgh, Canada? No, that's it's in Edinburgh, Ireland? Ireland. Is it Ireland? Probably. I don't know. Let's just stop with the geography. All right, yeah. It was a U.S. thing because I think it was like Ben Franklin came up with it. So let's just. Well, I'm 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 pretty sure it's worldwide, or at least most Wide of the world. Worldwide. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know. I don't know more, shit. More scotch and ice. Yeah, yeah. I have ice left. Do you want me to grab you another cube? No, nah, I'm good. This has been a drink heavy, not like heavy drinking, but we've talked a lot about drinks. Well, really living up to the Gin and Thomas name. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. This is probably the most like interesting drink we've had, like as far as alcohol. Like the, the most interesting drink I've had was shoe polish earlier today. Well, I didn't. I told you not to drink that. You did anyway. Until your teeth are black. Yeah, and I am going to need you to drive me to the hospital. Um, but no, well, this is let's good. Finish the podcast, yeah. first. but this is genuinely this is good. Also, like one of the cheapest. 
I will say the cheapest scotch that's in a glass bottle that was at the liquor store. Yeah, it was like 20 something. I don't know if it was on sale or something, but it was only like $22, $23. And it is good. I would have, after that, I could happily drink this as like a $30, $35 bottle. Oh, yeah. Like, I would expect to pay more for that. I was surprised when it was uh, as cheap as it was. Well, I didn't know it was only like 20 something dollars. Oh, I did. And, and so when we walked up to, I said this to you when we, we were at, we were at the liquor store, and we bought this and a couple of mixers for the drinks for um, time. An, another episode, and it was the guy was just like, oh, "All right, it's a twenty five eighty seven. I was like, "That that is half what I thought it was going to be." Yeah, well, when you generally when you say scotch, people think it's got to be like a hundred dollar bottle of 40 year scotch or some mm-hmm. crazy shit scotch really isn't that expensive well so and kind of on the topic of scotch i guess maybe we can address this now so from what i understand it's purely geographical oh yeah no of course yeah it's a geotag on it whiskey types i guess yeah it's a scotch whiskey from scotland it's a whiskey from scotland so what it's like makes... bourbon bourbon is only in kentucky what types of whiskey are we? Okay. We're going to look at this. Sorry, I'm bringing this up on my phone. So, Scotch is from Scotland. Bourbon is from USA. Irish whiskey, Ireland, Canadian whiskey. Okay. Bourbon, right. Bourbon's That's Kentucky, obvious. though. Well, I, I'm sure it'll get to that. No, but, yeah. Good. But, um... Oh, and there's a difference if it's W-H-I-S-K-E-Y or W-I-S-K-Y. So in Scotland, Canada, and Japan do KY. U.S. and Ireland do KEY. Yeah, because there is a Japanese whiskey. I've always wanted to try a Japanese whiskey. I've had one. There is one. I don't remember the name. And my first, like, red flag should have been that it's almost a little too clear. It's, like, too lightly colored. And it just, it had, like, the same alcohol percentage, but it was almost, like, too clean of an alcohol. Well... I've only had one experience with clear whiskey, and I recommend you go watch the I'd Have a Whiskey episode. Is it the one that came out of that, like, kerosene thing? Uh, Yes, the gas can we poured it out of, yeah. Yeah, which I think as a, like, quote, bottle, I think that's, like, kind of cool. But when it came out clear, because we were, I think we were were at Raina's house, and we were watching it. I was like, that looks like a kerosene bottle. It looks like you're pouring kerosene, and you're like, that's what it tasted like didn't taste good yeah spoiler alert like you're supposed to say that before but yeah but i love a cool bottle and i was very disappointed it, you know and that's how they get you a cool bottle often contains a bad alcohol i'm a sucker for a cool bottle i'll be okay. honest with you so as i mentioned i did mention this in another episode but we talked about designation of origin yeah. and a geotag and yeah. like that's what makes tequila tequila and champagne champagne correct so fuck champagne Go bourbon ahead is mostly made in Kentucky, but it doesn't have to be. Really? But it must be made in the U.S. Of course. Must be made from at least 51% corn and no additives but water allowed. Mm, okay. Must be aged in charred new oak barrels for at least two years to be called straight bourbon. Oh, my gosh. Um, a shout-out to another podcast I listened to. It's called Gastropod. But they had an episode where they looked into the science of, like, aging barrels and, like, what woods go with what alcohols for how long to do whatever. That's pretty cool. 
I, I, I mean, I can look it up and mention it in another episode, but it was really, really interesting. Hmm. Okay, rye whiskey. I guess that can be made anywhere because I know there's Canadian rye and American rye, but it just has to be 51% rye grain. Fuck rye whiskey. You don't like rye. Absolutely That not. is my favorite. You're a trash person. You're trash. What the hell are you talking about, my man? Rye whiskey's so bad. That's because you don't have taste. What the fuck? Rye whiskey's so disgusting. My favorite mixed what do you drink. Mean taste. We're drinking shoe polish right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did did you have some of my shoe polish? Did you just scoop it out and rub it on your gums? No, no. This is what I call the drink. Oh yeah. Oh, I keep I keep going back to my little tin of shoe polish. Um, but no, my favorite mixed drink is a Manhattan with rye. Bourbon. Bourbon is good to me. Bourbon is a little more spicy. Spicy in the sense of it has spices, not heat. But my I'm just not favorite. a whiskey guy, really, I guess. Yeah. Or if I am, it's like a regular whiskey, not like a bourbon or a rye. Well, if I'm sipping, I want a bourbon. But if I'm having like a mixed drink, I want a rye. But my favorite my favorite drink for the most joyful time of the year. No. Is it joyful, cheerful? What's Christmas time? The most cheerful. Joyful time of joyful the year. Time of the year. Another song that's the most wonderful time. But is, do we normally call it like a cheerful season, the joyful season, the Christmas season? It's the most Christmas time of the year, everybody. And uh, my favorite holiday beverage, hot toddy. But, but you know, put some bourbon in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'll put some bourbon and some eggnog. Sounds like a future episode. Okay. Yeah, but no, I, I really like bourbon and rye for different things. And my dad... An OG cowboy kind of guy. Oh, yeah. I've heard where he lives. Yeah. Well, it's because he's old as hell, and he was around with the cowboys, really. Yeah, that's he what lives it is. in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, he lives in the middle of the woods, dude. Like a mountain man. Don't don't tell him where. I won't. They might go looking for him. He is in the woods. The woods, yes. You Everyone knows where the woods are. But he They're was... all over the place. Yeah, and he was hardcore bourbon. And I was up there, and I was like, oh, the yeah, very... dad, whatever cowboy type shit jesus christ i fucking hate this cat pause that or something i gotta go take care of this and we are back again yeah let's not let's just not even talk about that i don't even know what we're talking about i think we're talking about whiskeys yeah we were talking about Um, the whiskeys um from across the oh no we were talking about rise and bourbon so my all right hold on your cowboy father right so my dad living out in the middle of nowhere with all of the woods and all that you know the woods and so he has been like a bourbon drinker his entire life and i start rolling up i'm like dad let's get the rye going well because i just wanted to like make manhattans and i just like rye whiskey a lot like dad let's get the rye going whatever and he's like rye you stupid son of a bitch don't you know that this is cowboy town motherfucker (laughs) my dad said that well really what he said was Oh, I guess. But you know, you know, you hear it in their voice. Yeah, right. You idiot. Yeah. (laughs) And so we ended up getting rye, and I don't know, I made like, maybe I was making Manhattans, or maybe I was just drinking rye, I don't remember. But I like left it up there in his house, and then when I went back into um, to Scottsdale, where I was living, he like called me a week later. He's like, you know, Tom, I I think I'm a rye guy. I, uh, you know, I was up here, I ran out of the bourbon. Let me tell you, son, you know your dad likes bourbon. <laughs> he has that George W. Bush laugh where he's like, oh 
And he's like, so I busted into that rye, and let me tell you, I think I get it. Yeah, it's because it tastes worse than the bourbon. He, he's a he's like a, if it tastes worse, then it's more manly. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what it exactly is. exactly what it is. Oh, this tastes he worse. Ta- he takes a this. shot, and he'll be like, oh, that'll put hair on your chest. Exactly, exactly. It's Usually it's stronger, and it's like, tastes worse. Yeah. yeah what I would love to Men do. Men drink this, because who else would? Eventually, um... If we ever do some kind of out in the woods episode, no oh, Jesus, I would love for us to have a bourbon. My dad really turned me on to Four Roses bourbon. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's pretty good, but you know, Four Roses single barrel—that's what you drink when you're in the woods. Okay, but yeah. So if we're ever up in the woods, that's what we'll drink. <laughs> All right, the woods. I don't know, man. The woods, the middle of nowhere, but it's great up there, dude. I would love some kind of boys trip or something because it's just it's just cool as hell it's really nice and like every morning like deer walk through the yard front and backyard there's like a bear every once in a while and then joe rogan comes up and he like tells you exactly what kind of bear it is it's really interesting shut the fuck up i'm hunting an elk yeah no it's quiet you sons of bitches he comes up tells you to shut the fuck up because he's hunting elk and then he leaves there's not even elk where i we're in the woods in these woods. Well, yeah, you turn around to look around, and you turn back, and he's gone, like a ninja yeah. into the forest. Yeah. So I don't know if he's some kind of specter from beyond the void. Or I think you're just schizophrenic. That explains the pills that I have not been taking. Oh well, there you go. It was so. <laughs> it was so funny. I was. I was so when I was over talking to a a woman about the Disney Channel original movies. Oh shit. Uh, completing the loop, we got to talk about that mermaid movie. Yes, seventeen again. No, not seventeen again. That's a different. <laughs> I, no, it was like. Uh, oh, that's the Zac Efron movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, this one. Thirteen uh, again. No, thirteen and counting. No, no, it's um, it's something thirteen. How about we just? Because he's he's when he turns thirteen, he starts turning into a mermaid. Yeah, and like the milk carton sticks to his hand. He's like, what? Yeah, it's uh, um, decom. Oh shoot. What is that called? Mermaid. The 13th year. 13th year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So 13th year movie mom. Because that's where where this is taking me. What? Didn't he have like a hot mermaid mom? Yes. Yeah, I think that is when I decided to become a man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember. Thomas, put it away. Ladies and gentlemen, when I saw this movie and I saw his little mermaid mom, oh my God, I was like four years old. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Well, really, I was like, wow, she's pretty. You know what did it for me? Hmm. Um, Poison Ivy and Batman and Robin, Ooh, which was Angelina Jolie as Poison Ivy, by the way. I didn't remember that, but hell yeah. Um, and the Pink Ranger. I was going to say the, the Pink Power Ranger? The Power Ranger movie. Which one? I don't know the name of it. Go look. Was it the one with Ivan Ooze? Yeah. That was a good one, dude. Yeah, that's the one. I think that's the regular Pink Ranger. Probably. I don't know if it was the... Uh, it might have been. I don't know. They went They went and got their, like, animal zords or whatever. Yeah, the Megazord. Well, the yeah, there's the Megazord, but they went and got yeah. the animals. Well, because that's when Tommy was the White Ranger, I believe. 
Something like that. Dude, I love Tommy the Green Ranger, and then he became the White Ranger. But also, okay, I, but I mean, those were all when I was like four before I realized what it was to be a man. But I remember, dude, like my first like, I don't want to say like sexual thoughts, but like my first like real like, I want to be with that girl. Mighty Morphin Power Was Rangers. Hillary Duff, dude. I had my mom buy me her CDs. We like played them all the time. Because I was so in love with her, and my like anytime like Lizzie McGuire would come on, my mom would be like, "Oh, is that your girlfriend?" I'd be like, uh, "Shut up!" <laughs> but I was convinced I was going to marry Hillary Duff, and uh, she is still gorgeous. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's on it for sure. The uh, How I Met Your Father. Yeah, she show? can get it, dude. Yeah. I'm going to be the father. <laughs> I've already signed on for season two. Yeah. Well. <laughs> for legal purposes, that is a joke. I don't need Hulu suing me for leaking plot details. Right. Did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Uh, how many times? Um, I don't know, at least once. Uh, I've watched it like five times. Uh, yeah, I've seen it a few. I've never finished the last season, even though I've watched the show multiple times. What are you doing? I don't Because I, I know how it ends, and then the last season just kind of gets weird. Like, it starts jumping through time. Correct. The last season is weird, but still a good show. Uh, literally this year for Halloween, we watched the Slutty Pumpkin episodes. A classic set of episodes. We're, oh, and then, no, that's the pineapple episodes. Never mind. Yeah, who was it? Who who was the girl? It was Tom Cruise's ex-wife. That mousy-looking girl. Penelope Cruz? No, it's, oh, God damn. What are you talking about? I try not to look at my phone too much during these. Hold on. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. How I Met Your Mother. There's been so many cameos in that. Ken. But his, like, the girl that was the pumpkin. Really? Was uh, Tom Cruise's ex-wife? Katie Holmes. Oh, that was her? Yeah. And not to bash on anyone's religion... But I remember it was like her talking about being with Tom Cruise and how weird he was, like wanting to get like he's like I, you know, I'm about to take some jabs at Scientologists, but that's fine without knowing what all that's going on. Yeah, it's a weird religion. Yeah, it's weird. And so, um, I guess like when she was going to be giving birth, he was just like weird about it. He's like, oh, here's the things you can and cannot do. And this isn't some feminist women's rights thing. Like, I'm not going to be over here like, um, I'm going to let this, that, and the other because I'm a feminist. But, like, if a woman is giving me a child, just get it out of you the way that you need to get it out of you. I'm not going to be telling. I'm not going to say what you can and can't do. That's uh, just me, though, because I, I want my, I want Tommy Jr., you know? So I listened to a podcast today. Oh, that, we know you do. And uh, the the woman was saying they asked what her birth plan was and she said for us to both be alive at the end of it <laughs> yeah that's that's all i want it's a solid birth plan yeah that should be everybody's birth plan. well i don't know because there are just some people like oh you know uh our whatever says we can 50 percent of home births have to go to the hospital anyway i know that's crazy so don't do it at home which is interesting to me is what are we doing i guess i could we could just look this up but like what are we doing wrong that animals can give birth in the wild. Humans did it for a long time. Why well, is it suddenly such an issue now? Or were most women dying? 
Yes. Back in the day. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Uh, all right. You heard it here first. Yeah. That's why a lot of, that's why people were promiscuous, like, why they had so many wives, like. Oh, because they were just going to die, and, like, fucked, at least I got four of them left. Fucked everything that walked. It's the same thing that animals do. It's, like, one dude and, like, eight females that they just fuck them as many times as they can so that there's a high population of viable well yeah i get that but it's like it's like i i guess it's hard to compare humans to like animals but like i had a cat right are you comparing a woman to a cat right now yeah well people that know me know i like to use my 1920s slang i'll call a fine dame of a woman a piece of calico you know what i mean but anyway yeah (laughs) but anyway like i had this cat that she gave birth like to four separate litters and she just pushed them out. You know what I mean? Like I never had to take her to the vet. Yeah. So like, what is it about humans? That's like, Oh, you got to go to the hospital. Like I'm just, I guess, I don't know. I'm just curious, I guess. I don't know enough about either of these subjects to have a, well, me neither, but it's interesting. If you <laughs> no, do I know, comment it. below, well, I guess. I don't know. Science. I mean, I know that like, Oh, you could just Google it. The world of knowledge at our fingertips. First of all, there's too much shit on the internet to like find what you're looking for. Half of it's wrong. So, I don't know. And it's fun to just wonder. I think evolution over time, like uh, people that shouldn't have been able to birth kids are around. And, like you know, like the shapes of women. Like some women don't have the hips to birth a child vaginally. Mm-hmm. So, through like evolution... Had we kept going the way we were going, those people wouldn't. Those people would have died, and they wouldn't have bared children. So, evolutionarily, we would still be able to do it the same way if if we would have let those people die. You well, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and also like people are are getting larger in certain senses. Like, dude, if you you got to see my nephew, man, you big kid. He's one and a half, but he has to wear, like, three-year-old-sized clothes. Jesus. He came out huge. And not, like, hey, not trying to call out my sister, you know what I mean? But g- good job on getting that kid out of there, you know what I mean? But, like, she's not, like, a large, not, like, large as in big, but, like, she's not, like, a super tall woman. You know, like, she's an average-sized person. And then the father is, like, a big dude. He played in the NFL, actually. Well, that would... Well, yeah, and so that explains why this kid is huge. But it's like, yeah, like I guess if people are getting bigger and birthing hips are maybe staying the same size. Yeah, or they're smaller because evolution doesn't play a role in science. Yeah. You know? Wait. uh, I mean, like like, with science, it kind of rules out natural selection oh, where yeah, those yeah, people yeah. would have died off and you would have okay. wide like, hips isn't evolution to birth? a kind of science but yeah no i know what you mean no, you know what i mean we Medical gotta got an obstetrician we gotta get an obstetrician we need and, to uh, stop talking about shit we don't know about that's probably the best place to start you know what how I'm about we guessing just... on all the shit i know um so the nfl oh, no i'm just kidding yeah tom brady <laughs> tom brady's divorce oh, oh yeah tell us about your uh revelation that you had today about tom brady I know we just said we're going to stop talking about things we don't know about, oh, but yeah. well, I read this I feel thing. like this is more in our realm, though. Well, yeah, so... Well, and we also I, speculated on our last couple episodes. Yeah, so I read a little bit of an article. Well, I read the whole article, but it wasn't the most specifically written thing. 
and I don't remember it completely, but so they were saying that because in one of our previous episodes, I asked, are they getting divorced because he came back or were they already getting divorced and so then he, he come, had back. come back? Yeah, right. Yeah. But so I was reading this thing and I guess they have like a really, really ironclad prenup so that they're not really going to owe each other any money. Right. Which is fine because they're both filthy rich, but I read this this thing was saying like him coming back to play football made it so that they like he didn't owe her money or she didn't owe him money. I don't remember what it was, but mm. like if he's like currently working, someone doesn't owe someone else. I think it's so she doesn't uh... owe him money. But I think it's like if he's playing and earning money, then she won't owe anything. So it's just kind of interesting. Like maybe that's why he came back because he's not playing well, and it's it's understandable. Like I wouldn't necessarily want to go out and play football if I'm going through a divorce. Which even if it's amicable, it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. It's just pretty interesting. I don't know. It's wild. Prenups are odd. And also, I'm just gonna say this. Even if you love your spouse to death and, like, you know for a fact we are, like, never going to get divorced, get a prenup anyway because you never know what's going to happen, right? Like, you don't know what kind of tragedy is going to strike that pushes you apart. I mean, and you could argue if you do love them, you should get a prenup because if feelings go sour, you don't have to fight each other over resources because you did this prenup pre-eventually and you would rather do that in good spirits but also it's like you would and and prenup doesn't just mean like oh no alimony a prenup is like anything you're just setting the terms before you finalize it but it's like you should decide the prenup together Mm -hmm. because if you don't the government does yeah that's why and even if you're pro-government or anti-government whatever I don't know. They're not famous for getting everything right all the time. So you might as well set your own terms before you seal the deal. And if you never get divorced, don't worry about it. And if you do, at least it's something you both agreed on. And, I mean, divorces, the only people that win are the lawyers anyway. Yeah. They get the third. You don't get half of each other's shit. It's, it's all you third, do is third, fight third. and hate each other. Yeah, and Jesus Christ. Dude, I'm sorry, man. You got to get up. I you put gotta stands get, on here so you wouldn't do that. You got to get, like, corner supports. Uh, for, for those of you listening at home, I keep almost knocking over this table every time. Well, listen, I'm working on a new table, but well, I, I put stands over the sides so you wouldn't be knocking it over, and you still manage to almost knock it over every I know. time. Dude, my mom... My mom, I told you this already, but my mom clowns on your table, dude. That's fine. I sent her the video of us trying maybe the apple slices seltzers or the Mountain Dew seltzers. Mm-hmm. I was like, so, Mom, what did you think of the video, you know, whatever? And she goes, well, what Brandon should have is two nice leather chairs and a nice table in the middle and this and that. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, hold on. She wants to pay for it. Well, yeah, no, exactly. I'm like, Mom, we're just trying some seltzers in his living room and she's like well what i think you should get a nice or sorry we're just trying seltzers in the man game she's like well you should go for a cigar light cigar lounge type vibe maybe get some embroidered you know coats and all this i'm like mom what what what? i don't know what you think this is that sounds like a funny joke for a video (laughs) it does i'll go find somebody's house that's perfect for that yeah but i'm like we are watching football we look at each other and say you want to film a video? 
That's that's how it happens. Yeah, we don't have a studio. And then Ten minutes later, we're filming a video. Yeah, but you know what, Brandon? What? I think it's a good idea that we do stop talking about things we don't know about, and by that, we should probably just stop talking. I agree with that. So, this has been another episode of the Gin and Thomas podcast. Go ahead and uh, find me on YouTube under Brandon Churchill. Uh, you can go straight to it if you go youtube.com slash at Brandon Churchill. I'm on Instagram, uh, Brandon underscore Churchill underscore 95, I believe we established. Um, and that's mainly where you'll find me is those two platforms. Um, I might be getting a Twitter since Elon Musk bought Twitter. I kind of support that. So I might get a Twitter, um, stand by in later episodes to see what my Twitter handle is. And so what, what kind of content can we find on your YouTube, Brandon? Oh, we've got vlogs. We've got taste testing, seltzers, whiskeys, beers, you name it. We try it. Um, I'm not funny. My friends are. See, and I say, I'm not funny, you are. So our videos must not be very good. We're horrible. Or by the, you know, by that statement, we're both funny, and we just don't want to acknowledge it, so we just have humble pie. Yeah, I bet we we are both very hilarious. So, well, anyway, yeah, make sure to go and follow Brandon everywhere you can. As for me, I am on Instagram at CappedCoolKid. That is C-A-P-T, Captain abbreviated, CappedCoolKid, as well as the Bad Boy of Botany. On Twitter, you can follow me. I think it's at Captain Tommy G. You really should consolidate all those. Yeah, I need to line that up. But I just retweet Pittsburgh Steelers and Phoenix Sun stuff. Um, I soon to start retweeting whiskeys and yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, and I'm gonna have to lock this down. But you know, stay tuned. I'm gonna have an Instagram for the podcast, a Twitter for the podcast, a YouTube for the podcast. I, I'm gonna get all of that set up before these go out live. But so, just I don't know at Jen and Thomas at Jen and Thomas Pod at Jen and Thomas Podcast. Whenever it comes out, it'll be one of those. Oh, you'll know. You'll, you'll know. know. We'll we'll announce it when it's good to go. Well, I will if I'm here for, as a special guest again. Yeah. We'll so, uh, yeah, if you like having Brandon on the show, make sure to let us know. He, he's he got a pretty busy schedule. I can try to get him back on, but he, he's got a pretty lucrative career. I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I do things. Yeah. All right. So, and uh, thank you. And with that, thank you for listening to the Gin and Thomas podcast. We are out.